Do you have solo economic dependency? That is, if you aren't working, you aren't making money. The Art of Passive Income Podcast is the solution. Discover passive income models so you can enjoy life on your own terms. Let freedom ring. Hey, it's Mark Podolsky, The Land Geek, their favorite niche real estate website, thelandgeek.com. And on today's podcast, I'm super excited to get some wisdom, to get some more knowledge about all types of real estate and investing classes. But I'd be remiss if I didn't properly introduce my co-host, the brain, the professor, your flight school Sherpa, Scott Todd from scotttodd.net, landmoto.com. Learn anything about anything, investorninjas.com. Scott Todd, how are you? Mark, I'm great, how are you? Um, I'm good, I'm good. I'm a little annoyed at how incredible your your video and audio setup is have has evolved. I'm I'm like a, a dinosaur, you know, talking to, you know, basically a you know, someone that's like time traveled. Like you're like like years ahead of everybody. Well, thank you, Mark. But you know, if if you wanna buy my course on how to create the best video studio ever, uh, I'll make it available to you. I would love it. Is it on Investor Ninjas? It will be at some point. Well, fantastic. So our guest today is Gabe Peterson from the realestateinvestingclub.com. If you're not familiar with Gabe, he's the founder of Great Northwest Homebuyers, a principled equal housing group, and most importantly, the host of the Real Estate Investing Club. Gabe started out his career completely oblivious to real estate as a path. He got started as a management consultant for Fortune 500 companies and worked the cubicle life for over seven years. After working for the man, he bought his first triplex in Tacoma, Washington, and the rest is history. Gabe has extensive experience across many different asset classes and strategies. And then Gabe decided to start what you know today as the Real Estate Investing Club podcast and YouTube show. Gabe Peterson, welcome. Thank you very much, Mark. And yeah, I, uh, I, I do have to corroborate Mark's statement. Scott's video is a little bit better, so uh, he, he did nail it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's not let's not just turn in this into the whole Scott Todd show. Gabe Peterson, let's just rewind the tape and and kind of tell us a little bit about your cubicle life, working as a management consultant, and then what sparked your interest in getting into real estate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, after college, I graduated with a degree in philosophy. I thought I was going to law school. And I went, I shadowed some lawyers. I realized this is not the life for me. This is not what I want. Um, so I didn't really have a purpose, didn't really have a direction, graduated college. And the first thing that popped up, a friend got a job at Accenture, which is this big consulting firm out there. Um, and he said, this is a fun gig. You get to travel a lot. You get a decent amount. You know, you're, you're, they pay you pretty well. So I should, sure, let's do it. I jumped on, got a job at, as a consultant. Um, and I worked a few years. The first you know, year or two was good, but I really started to rag on me because I didn't like the, the commuting. I didn't like that you just had to be at a location for eight hours, regardless of you know, what kind of work needed to be done. And it just over time, I just really, I didn't like the job. I didn't, I didn't like working in the corporate world. Um, so I started kind of looking for different ways to get out of that environment, get out of that as a career path. Um, and I actually, real estate was not the first thing that I started. I started in e-commerce. 
um, and digital marketing. Um, I started my own store, brought that up to about 20,000 a month, but it turned out not to be a good fit either because again, I was just stuck behind a computer screen, you know, all alone in my room, not really doing, interacting with other people, which is what I really enjoy. Um, but then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which kind of got me, got that spark going, got gave me the kind of the framework to, uh, to kind of go forward in real estate. Um, and I met a few people that were having some good success in real estate, which gave me kind of a model that I could look at and be like, yeah, it does work. Um, so then I bought that first triplex that I was talking about. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of different <laughs> turn twists and turns since that point, but, um, it eventually led me to mobile home and RV parks and that's where I am today. Wow. I, I can't tell you how many people we talked to myself included with that rich dad, poor dad book was the impetus to yeah. create passive income and get into real estate in a, in a big, big way. Not, not passively, but yeah. like as our full-time gig. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, uh, it's just, yeah, it's one of those mindset shift books. Yeah. Yeah. Mindset is really what it is. I, I tell people like when they want to know how to do real estate, that's not the book to go to. But if you, if you don't really understand, if you don't see the potential of real estate, pick it up because it is a great, it really outlines how real estate works and why it's beneficial and why it's a good path to go down. Um, so I always recommend that book to people who are new to the space. Yeah. Scott Todd, what are your thoughts? I, mean, I think that uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad clearly is a is a kind of a game changing book, right? I think that a lot of people who are doing real estate investing today or businesses they they all they all you know have have maybe started with that Rich Dad Poor Dad book. And I think that the um, I think that the cool thing that he did in the book, honestly, is that you know he he outlined that there is a difference. There's a difference in mindset. There's a difference in mentality. Of, of the way that you do things. And, you know, I think that really, to me, the the second best, or really the best book that he wrote was the second book, The Cashflow Quadrant. Mm, yep. The Cashflow Quadrant, you know, as it talks about, you know, whether you're an employee or self-employed, and then on the other side of the equation is the business owner and the investor. And he basically showed, like the minute he showed the tax rules and the life is different on the right side of the equation versus the left side of the equation, man, I wanted to be on the right side badly, badly. And I think that, you know, you get that. And there's one line in there that I'll never forget that he, that he wrote that basically said that what makes, what makes for a business is systems. And basically what makes real estate such a great business is that it, that each individual unit or each thing is a system, electrical system, plumbing system the entire house is a built-in system and the minute i read that i was just like wow alone yeah so so gabe let's talk about your system so you've invested in all these different asset classes walk us through it and then walk us through your your strategy now like why mobile home parks and rv investing as opposed to say apartment buildings yeah, no, I'm, I really like uh, mobile home RV parks. Um, so I started, the first thing I did obviously was single, well, actually it wasn't, it was small multifamily, but um, you can consider triplexes essentially single family. Um, and from there I, I got into wholesaling and flipping houses. And that is, 
I mean, it is you're in real estate, and so if you if you haven't had any experience, I feel like that you you can get your hands dirty there. Um, but it is a job. It's like it is your it's work. You're out there. You're doing the work. You're getting the you're um, marketing for properties. You're project managing all this stuff. You you can set up systems to do that well, but I you know I didn't get to that point. It just kind of dragged me out. Um, and so I was kind of thinking what can I do that has less um, active components to it? Like flipping houses is a very, it's very intensive. Like there is a lot of work that goes into it. Um, and so I was, and I wanted to hold on to properties. I had, you know, a couple of small um, single family duplex that I was renting out. But again, there's a lot of work that went into it because the, you know, things would break, like the toilet would break or the the sliding door or whatever it may be you know you know tenants call you they have issues with the house and you got to take care of it um i didn't have a property manager i was doing it myself and so i dealt with all that and i really felt the issues pop up um and so then i met a friend who had taken kevin bupp's course uh who's a who's a big guy in in mobile home parks and he kind of sold me the dream of mobile home parks and i i fell for it and i liked it and i totally agree with it now it's basically when you're inventing in a land lease community something like a mobile home rv park um you don't really have to deal with the structure which is what where a lot of the headaches come from when you're talking about things like multifamily or even industrial things like that what you really have to deal with is just the infrastructure what's under the ground or above so the electrical and utilities and that reduces the amount of stress and the amount of issues that the investor has to deal with um, significantly and the cost per pad is, or the cost per unit is a lot less. Um, so you can get more units for less money. The cash flow is great. So our cap rate's usually around eight to 12%. Um, and the, the management of the actual property itself is, uh, is less. I love it. I love it. Um, Scott Todd. All right. So Gabe, okay. uh, let's say I want to go invest in a mobile home bar. Right. Like it, I've always been told like mobile home parks, you know, if you go to like LoopNet, whatever, you're looking at the, uh, at the wrong place, mail to the to the yeah. uh, owners. Well, if I want to go like I, I, I'm like an instant gratification kind of a dude. Right. Like when I want to buy an investment and we buy land, when I want to buy land, I can literally mail someone an offer. They will accept that offer and probably within 30 days. I could have like five to 10 different properties easily with, with my mailing. Now, if I go mail a mobile home park and there's only what, 40 something thousand mobile home parks in America and they're not making more than yeah. 55,000. Yep. Okay. They're going down okay, every year. They, they're closing more. They're not making any more of them. So now all of a sudden I got uh, like, and competition doesn't scare me, but now you and I and everybody else is going after these 55,000 people and like i start to mail to them one how do i separate myself and then two like how long is it before i have a deal yeah so that's one thing i almost quit um going down this path because it took us what, six or eight months before we got our first deal um and that is it can i mean if you don't have a light at the end of the tunnel and you're just you know grinding every day for six to eight months, it can be really hard. Um, you really do. I feel like single family, you know, land, you really can just go out there and do it. Um, with mobile home parks, there, there's much more of a buildup, um, in my experience at least. Uh, and that can be disheartening. 
Um, but once you get that momentum going and momentum being like, you know, mobile home and mobile home owners or RV owners, they, uh, you're not going to, they're not going to sell in the first time you talk to them. Um, we've had one that sold 16 months after we talked to them so that the buildup is that you just have to keep talking to these people until they're ready and, and they will be ready eventually, but it's just, you just got to keep that connection going. Um, shoot, what was your main question? I was, I was going down a path and. Yeah, it was, it was basically about like one, how long does it take to get a deal? Ah. And then two, how, how, like I'm, you and I are mailing, I mean, not technically, but you and I, or me and 15 other of our mobile home park investors are all mailing oh, to the differentiate? 55,000 yeah. people. And how, like, this is, this is where, you know, like the relationship really comes in, right? Like yeah. you got to connect yeah. with that person or you're out differentiation in terms of like how so you're asking like how do you get the deal versus somebody else and the reason that we're really good is that we've nailed down our marketing um we have multiple different uh channels that we use and um we are my partner martin door he his follow-up is just on point he's great at following up with people um i'm really good at marketing so we we have a really good lead flow so the the first touch with people we have really good um, lead flow with all our different marketing sources and then we have really good follow-up and that is really what kind of makes the process work um if you don't if you don't really have a good grasp of marketing yeah mobile homes can be pretty hard actually uh um letters aren't or direct mail isn't our best source um we we do pretty well with ppc um rvms and uh cold calling but we don't do cold calling anymore just because it takes so much time um texting work what, what is what is pvc and rvm uh ppc is uh pay-per-click so PPC. search oh pay-per-click oh I, yeah oh yeah pay-per-click yeah google ads um google, google ads. and facebook ads we've we we have success with that and then rvms is ringless voicemail um so you know ringless voicemail and then texting um we have done direct mail before but it's not uh it is more expensive than the other other um channels so but it also it, like mobile home park owners there's a lot of um mom and pop owners out there and so direct mail is a really good way to get them because they don't they don't do ppc they don't you know pick up their phone and search things um and their rvms don't work for them a lot of the times because they're on a landline um so you can't you know drop a, a voicemail into their inbox um, so yeah, direct mail is, is a good way if you're, if you're going for mobile home RV parks. Okay. So I have so many questions, Gabe, <laughs> but I think, I think the, the, the first question I would have is let's get meta because I think the listeners could really benefit from what you, what you define as good follow-up. Sorry, I was uh, drinking there. Um, so good follow-up. And good, so there's multiple ways that we do it. You have multiple touch points. Um, for one, if, a, if someone, we reach out to them and they say, you know, they're not like, hell no, I do not want to sell right now, then we put them in a drip. Um, so a drip campaign, email drip campaign. And that's just like every month, um, I just send them a really simple email that says, hey, just checking in, um, you know, we're still interested in buying, no, no pressure on you right now, but whenever you are interested, go ahead and reach out, we're ready for you. Um, and so that drip just goes every month and it, it goes to our um, masking number and that goes to our um, 
our acquisitions manager, Martindorf. And then the ones who are, who have expressed interest, they're like, you know, I am, I do want to sell. I'm, I'm ready. Just not right now. Like this isn't the perfect time, but eventually I do have that interest. I have that intent. Um, this is the direction I'm going. Then Martin puts them in, in his own follow-up schedule. And so he'll follow up with them. Um, sometimes he does it every week, sometimes once a month. Um, it just really depends on how hot the lead is. And, uh, but you, they don't leave that, that follow-up process until they are, they've sold. Like the follow-up just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going until they, you know, they're out of the process or they just are really like, you know, something changes in their situation. Like, you know, we've decided to give it to our sons or we've decided to, you know, we just sold it on the open market, something like that. That, that makes sense. Scott Todd, what do you think? I mean, all up till they die. Right. Like that's, that's right. the, uh, that's the mindset. I think that's a good mindset to have. Yep. I, I, I think most people have a mindset where, you know, if I follow up two, three times, nothing happens, I'll just put them on the back burner. And, you know, I think in land and I think in, in certainly mobile home park investing, it's a huge mistake because you, there's you know, one deal can move the needle. So don't let it go yep. if you've got somebody who's even slightly warm. Yeah, exactly. If they express any interest, that is, that's, where, that's what matters. Um, so once you get that little, little intention, then you got to grab onto that and just keep, keep following it until it turns into something. Okay. And I have to admit, when you said you do RV park investing, um, you know, I went immediately bleary-eyed. Like, convince me. Convince Scott Todd. Mobile home park investing, we get. RV park investing, I don't get it at all. Yeah, so RV parks is just incidental. Um, our focus is mobile home parks, but RV parks are just, most of them are mixed. And so you have, um, you know, 10 lots that are mobile home and then 20 lots that are RV. And so if so long as, you know, when you look at their books um, and you see the rent roll, and you don't see a lot of turnover if you know some people will stay in an rv space for you know three four years if we see that and it's a long-term stay rv park then we're you know thumbs up if it actually operates as like a campground so people stay there for a weekend or a week then it's you know it's a no-go for us because we we really do we even if it is an rv park we want to operate it as a mobile home park we want it, it to be a long-term stay um and so that's yeah, RV parks as themselves, if it's just an RV park, it's a campground, that's a different kind of business, a different kind of model um, than what we would go for because it's just a lot more intensive. Um, but if it operates as a long-term stay, then then that's what we're interested in. Okay. Scott Todd. You know, I, I think I think it really comes down to this, Mark. I think it comes down to follow-up, right? Like that's a, that's a big thing. And I think that you nailed it. Like, a lot of people, they would follow up three, four, five times. It'd be like, ah, the, they, they have my number. And the reality is, is that they're going to, I mean, they're, everybody looks for the easy button. Okay. So like, I know everybody talks about, oh, you got to get three quotes on things. And, you know, look, even getting three quotes on something is a pain. And a lot of times people will just say, oh, that's not, that price sounds good. Let's just go do it. So you need to be top of mind. So even when we go to sell land, even if they've ghosted me, we still follow up with them. Even if they're not opening the emails, we still follow up with them because at some point in time, they're going to be ready 
and I'm going to hit their inbox at the time in which they're ready. And that's what's going to, to get me the deal versus somebody who emails someone three times and they're like, ah, they got it. They'll call me when they're ready. Yeah. So, so Gabe, um, you know, walk us through the, the, the idea of, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing well with it. And now I want to create this community. Let's call it the real estate investing club and provide value, you know, community networking, whatever it may be. How did you come up with that idea? Um, actually the, I, the first, you know, goal, the, the idea that I had was really just to connect with other investors. Um, it wasn't, I mean, I, I love, you know, creating the podcast and creating content for people, but my main goal was networking. I wanted to meet other investors and hear their stories, hear what they're doing. Um, and so this kind of made sense cause I get to interview people. I got to talk to them. I got to, you know, make relationships. And so, um, it started like right when COVID started, I, uh, I'd been networking a lot before that and then COVID started and I couldn't do it anymore. And so I was thinking like, what can I do? And podcasting made sense. So I started up, I got, you know, a couple people to sign up and people were super interested. They're like, yes, let's do this. And so I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and I've loved it. I, I really like podcasting. I get to meet people like, like Mark and Scott who, uh, focus on land, something I've never done myself. And I get to learn how land investing works. Yeah, we're, we're the same way. I mean, it's, it's like free mentorship. Yeah, exactly. Ha having the podcast, it's, it, it's, it's priceless, isn't it? Yep. And, um, you know, we've had Kevin Bupp on and Frank Rolf, and I, I think those are like the two biggest guys right now in, in mobile home park investing, yep, unless, yep. I'm, unless I'm missing somebody. Yeah, no, I mean, Gabe, Gabe Peterson. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Coming up. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So if I'm a newbie, and I'm just now thinking about what asset class I'd want to start in. Given that you've been in a lot of them, what would you recommend today? So if you don't have any experience, um, I would honestly go find somebody in your, your local market and then just work with them. Um, because I tried to do it, you know, solo. I, well, I hired a mentor and that really helped. Um, it was really expensive though. It was like $10,000 and, um, I didn't have to do that. It would have been, I, I think it would have made my process go a little bit faster and been cheaper because I would have been paid. <laughs> uh, if I had just gone and found somebody who was flipping a ton of properties in my area and just said, Hey man, can I be a project manager for you? Can I be, uh, you know, get on your sales team, be acquisition, something like that. Um, so if you're just getting started out, I would recommend going networking, going to meetup groups, seeing people who are actually out there getting shit done and then walk up to them and say, Hey, how can I be of service? How can I help you? Um, I want to learn this, this game. So just tell me, tell me what you need on your team and I can do that. Um, if you're talking about like what type of asset class that, uh, it, it, whatever really gets you going because, um, there's so many different types of classes out there. I just had somebody on my podcast who does um, only, you know, industrial. So he only does manufacturing warehouses, essentially. So there's just tons of little small things that you can go down. Um, and you really got to focus because each one, you know, it's all real estate. The fundamentals are the same, but they all, all they also all are very different in terms of how you market to them, um, how you underwrite them, how you manage them once you purchase them. 
and the exit strategies. So you really have to choose one one path to go down and then get good at that path. Um, so yeah, find a mentor in your area, choose just any asset class that you're interested in. If it's storage, go down storage. If it's mobile home parks, do that. Single family, multifamily, land, whatever it is, choose the path, go down there, find a mentor and, uh, and start working. All right. Scott Todd. I think he's got it, man. I think he's got it. <laughs> he's, 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 he's got the, he's got the formula. Well, Gabe, your, your mentorship has been phenomenal this this podcast but now we're at that point where we're going to ask you for one more nugget of wisdom your tip of the week a website a resource a book something else actionable for the auto passive income listeners to go improve their businesses improve their lives what have you got well if you're interested in land go to the landgeek.com <laughs> and uh uh, other than that, I mean, there's tons of different resources out there. If you're completely new, try, um, I mean, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, obviously, past, or the Cashflow Quadrant, good books. Uh, Real Estate Investing Club, I have a good, if you go to the website, I have a free um, calculator, Excel an analysis sheet that you can use for underwriting. If you're unfamiliar with underwriting, download that. It'll show you the basics um, of how to, to look at a property and analyze whether it's a good deal or a bad deal. Um, yeah, I mean, there's tons of them. There's great podcasts out there like Mark's and my own. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of different ways to go. So uh, choose one that choose a, a method that works for you. All right. And Scott, Todd, before we get to your tip of the week, I just have to give a shout out to our sponsor, which is Flight School. Learn how the next 16 weeks can literally transform your life. Go up that mountain of land investing with Scott Todd as your Sherpa, who's done it thousands of times. Go up that mountain quickly, safely, and efficiently. Start building passive income because let's face it, we can always make more money. We can't get more time. We're going to solve your money problems and your time problems because once that's done, you can work when you want, where you want, and with whom you want. Learn more. Go to landgeek.com forward slash training we have a crazy guarantee just follow the recipe show us your work we guarantee that in 180 days or less your flight school tuition you will make back in terms or cash deals go to landgeek.com forward slash training schedule a call all right scott todd what's your tip of the week mark you know the uh the most challenging part of anything and probably the most challenging part of life is basically your brain okay it's 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 the whole thing about you know your inner voices telling you to do things or not do things check out this book winning the war in your mind change your thinking change your life it's a new book just came out and uh you know it's pretty cool it's pretty cool when you can start to see like we are living we do live with a lot of things that we assume are true and they're not true. We, we've been told things or we think things and it's all stored right here. And every decision that we make is from other experiences that we had, either right or wrong. This book is pretty good. All right. Um, I gotta tell you the book I'm, I'm loving right now. I, I honestly, like, I haven't read, like I read all the time, but there's very few books that like, I'm like raving about. And Scott Todd, your tip on the psychology of money. Gabe Peterson, that book is phenomenal. That should be required reading for anyone, for everyone. 
whether you invest in the stock market or not. Do you agree, Scott Todd? I agree, absolutely. Is, is, this, is this book as good as The Psychology of Money? I think it all depends on your uh, on where you are, right? Because if you, if I think, Mark, I think that we all have challenges that that people don't realize. You know, I don't care how successful you are, the self doubt monster always wants to creep back in. No matter what you're doing, it's always easy for your brain to kind of say, "Stop, stop, stop, stop! You've gone too far," or "Slow it down, cowboy," or whatever. And then you start to listen to your brain. And I think that what happens is it's the stories that we tell ourselves. It's the assumptions that we make. It's, it's all this stuff. And in fact, in the first chapter of this book, it's the truth to the lies that we accept as, as, as real, right? Like it's the lies that we accept as real, as real truths. And they're lies, like they're little things. It could be little things that, you know, that you've been told as a, as a child about money or about whatever. And you're just like, okay, that's just the way that it is. I mean, a great example might say, you know, oh, well, this political party is only for the rich. And so if that's the environment that you grew up with, well, then that's all you know. And is that the truth or is that a lie? But everything that you, you're living your life around is based on what you've been told or what you've accepted as true. And that's what this book challenges. I, I love that. I mean, and, and for me, like meditation, I think really breaks through that illusion for me where every day for an hour, I just watch these crazy thoughts. And then I'm like, okay, these are just stories I'm telling myself. None of this is true. What is reality? What is true? And, um, and when you get to that point of enough mindfulness, it's, it, it's a, it's, there's a, there's a certain freedom there that that's hard to sort of, uh, articulate. So Gabe Peterson, I know you've been, We've, we've been kind of riffing here, but... Um, <laughs> no, I love it. It's Psychology of Money. I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to check it out. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Fantastic. But I do have an, a tip of the week myself, right. which is everyone go to the realestateinvestingclub.com. <laughs> um, get your education. There's books by Gabe. There's the masterclass. There's the podcast. He's on YouTube, Spotify, there's, uh, the, you know, REI club recommendations. There's off-market lead generation services. There's so much in there in one website. <laughs> so go to therealestateinvestingclub.com and learn more. And what's even cooler is that if you want to get into this asset class, um, I assume it's for accredited investors, but you can invest with Gabe. Is that correct? Yeah, so we are, um, most of our deals so far, we've gotten with seller financing. We're really big on seller financing. If anybody gets into any asset class, I strongly suggest you understand seller financing and use it to your advantage. Um, so, so far we have not syndicated any deals, we, but we we're gathering names um, in case we get to that point to a deal who uh, you know we really wanna take down and they're not willing to do seller financing. So. Um, so that is there. You guys can put your information in there if you do want to invest in a future deal of ours. Um, yeah. All right. Fantastic. Gabe Peterson, are we good? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. Scott Todd, are we good? We're good, Mark. All right. I want to thank the listeners and remind them the only way, the only way we're going to get the quality of guests like a Gabe Peterson from the real estate investing is if you do us three little favors, subscribe, rate, 
review the podcast. Send us a screenshot of your review to support at thelandgeek.com. We're going to send you the $97 wholetailing course, how to double your money 30 days or less for free. So please do it. All right. One, two, three. Let's Let freedom ring. Gabe's like, oh, okay. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Art of Passive Income podcast. Start your journey at www.thelandgeek.com and www.scotttodd.net. Rate and review the podcast and email support at thelandgeek.com. Your screenshot for a free passive income launch kit.